circumstances so just to be ready and uh, you know the practice this week and, and uh, see where it goes for, for Monday night. playoffs in his first year. <laughs> Pat Shermer coached his 28th game 
last Sunday. He is seven and twelve, almost half as good. Yeah, and uh, Ben McAdoo got fired midseason. Now, uh, Jared, as someone looking on, you, you ain't got no dog in the fight. What, what do you think of the mess that's been going on? I get him out. I get him out now. I get him out now. I start cleaning house uh, a week weeks ago. You know, yeah. this is this is this is this is the type of thing where you think. I'll let him finish out the end of the season and then institute a new system when we can really get it going. And you don't realize that that um, on a psychological level, you're infecting the team. You know that this thing is going to branch out. And if you're you're creating a losing culture, you're not just losing football games. You're creating a culture where losing is okay, and that's just kind of what we do. And that's unacceptable. I would get him out of there yesterday, like I said. <clears throat> All right. Now, let's go on and move on to Jared's team, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, rough, man. Especially Thanksgiving. That was a rough loss to the Bills. Uh, I mean, as much as everyone's talking about Pat Shermer getting fired, just as many people, if not more, are talking about you can never tell what's going on. That's the craziest thing about this guy is when they show his face, yeah. you can never tell what just happened by his face. Touchdown, club. You know, fumble. Yeah. Interception. Another touchdown. There's another win. And they lost. And he's got that same stupid face on every single time. And I know I'm talking about my teams, but while I'm spewing here, Dak's got to go too, I think. You can't pay him the type of money he's asking for when he's missing bunnies. He's missing, like, running backs in the flat. Like, his stats look okay, but he'll miss a running back in the flat by six feet. You can't miss layups by that much. Yeah, so I get, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be rid of both of those guys, too. Garrett and Dak. Yeah. What do you think of the, the, the Dallas Cowboys this year, Sean? Um, I mean, definitely disappointing. You uh, you have that much talent at every level on your defense. One of the most talented defensive lines. You have linebackers and secondaries. On top of the fact that you have one of still top five lines in the league, one of the better backs in the league. Your receiving core is great with Gallup, Cooper, and Cobb. I mean, there's no reason for all the talent on this team for them to be six at six at this point. It just has to be Dak and, and Garrett. You can't turn around now and put this on any of those other guys. You just went through every level on every team, and they're top five everywhere. Yeah. Maybe the receivers are may not be a top five receiving core, but it's it's competitive enough to where you should be winning ball games. If yeah. you put a game-winning quarterback on that team, what does yeah. Brady do with that team? What does even an aging Rodgers do with that team? Yeah. 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 Well, where is Dallas Allies record with that team? Eight and three. I mean, anybody that can stand back there and make the bunnies. You go through some of the passes he missed in clutch situations. It's he's he's a little overrated. That first year he did really well, and he got too much. He's never been that guy. Well, a lot David Johnson. I don't know if. I feel like the coaching is more of the problem here. I mean, there's so much talent. Dak has showed glimpses of being really good. Uh, I mean, granted, it's only against the bad teams. He can't step it up. But I think that's more of a coaching thing. you got to get the players ready to for those big games. And it seems like Jay Garrett is not. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah but, but, but Dak misses, misses the easy ones. ones. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't let, let Dak ride, ride on that because I, I feel like other quarterbacks will win these games just hitting bunnies. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like the easy ones. He's good at all the, the short to intermediate stuff. He can hit all that. But once he starts to push the ball downfield, I feel like that's where he starts to get shaky. Exactly. He goes down 10 points. Yeah, and that's where you gotta. That's where you gotta go to, to win games. If you're if you're down late in the game, you gotta start trying to push the ball downfield, get some some big vertical plays. But he just doesn't doesn't have the arm strength for it. And I, up until this point in his career, I, I just haven't seen him from him yet. So I don't see anything that's gonna make that change in, yeah, in the future. True, true, and that's what it was in college too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Mississippi State first first number one team in uh, college football playoff rankings, but. Choked, choked it away. Yeah. So I mean, same stuff going on. All these accolades. Uh, everyone thought he was going to be so great, especially after that week one. Uh, but no, no. It's not there. It's not there. Now uh, let's talk about the only other team really that has a chance to catch up to the Cowboys in the NFC East, the Eagles. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on there, man. I mean. At the beginning of the season, defense was very banged up. So I, I thought to myself, all right, once they get all healthy, the, we'll, we'll see a solid Eagles team. They, they, they got all healthy. I don't understand what the issue is. But uh, I don't know, man. It, it's – I don't know. Uh, maybe it's coaching. Uh, maybe it's wider. I, I, I just kind of know. I kind of love what Smith was saying the other day about this, like that Carson Wentz came into a a max ceiling type of situation. The only if you're better than Foles, you're our starter. We're getting rid of Foles. Foles won the Super Bowl. Where how can he do better than that? Yeah. He, you put him in a situation where unless he wins three straight Super Bowls, people are looking at him funny. He can't. You put him in a situation where he can't be successful, and then that's your leader. And again, the culture. If that's our leader, this is a five and seven ball club. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you traded away your Super Bowl quarterback, which you should have done, is try to recoup the investment all went and get your one back, and keep the guy that won the Super Bowl. That's what I've done. Stick with Foles because you can't bring a guy in. To be the starter when the backup just won the Super Bowl. It's not going to work. It's yeah. not going to work. And it hasn't worked. Yeah, I think the Eagles just wanted to stick with Wentz because of because of the price tag. He's still on his rookie contract, still hasn't got paid yet. And then the fact that he was the the leader for the MVP candidate before he got hurt in that Rams game a couple years ago. Which is like, him in a bang-up position. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. They, they definitely put him in a, in a rough spot. Um you know, sending off their Super Bowl winning quarterback and then bringing him back in. It's, it's definitely a tough spot for him. And I, I don't know how I th- he definitely hears that in the, in the Philadelphia media every week. I think yeah. that, you know, that, that Nick Foles is a QB that won the team Super Bowl and he's not here anymore. So it's it's definitely definitely a weird situation. This guy comes in and goes 14-2 and two and loses in the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game. It's a fallback from where you were. And that's not, that's not fair to him, especially as a young, you know, yeah, the young quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I also think I'm a big college football guy. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's from North Dakota State, or I, I don't know, an FCS team. He's not playing against. He wasn't playing against tough competition, and then he was brought in. He was just a piece into. Something that was already doing pretty well, and then 
He yeah, he, he looked, looked great. He looked great. Then he got hurt, and then it folded around to the Super Bowl. So, and ever, ever since that injury, he really, he really hasn't looked the same. Because last last year he never never hit his stride, and then this year he's it's just been a disaster all year. Having the the O line being a little beat up as well as receivers that have been gone for a couple weeks now. They they've been without Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey finally made it back this week, but they a whole lot of injured receivers for him. So it's just that the Eagles team as a whole is just struggling right now. And um in a game where it's a must win, where you still have a chance in the NFC East, and you go and lose to the Dolphins. I just think that that's a bad look. That that will put a stamp on your season, even though you're only a game behind. It's it's gonna be an ugly, ugly loss to the team that's trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be an ugly finish for this NFC. It's be interested to see if the winner even gets the 500. Yeah, sure. I don't see it. I don't see either one of them make the finish to 500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. And I brought up the college that. Uh, uh, I, I brought up the college that Carson, Carson Wentz went to because Jared and I, before Sean got here, we were talking about Dwayne Haskins. And uh, Jared, I'd like you to, I'd like you to give your what, what, what were we talking about? I looked up the a list of the the most touchdown passes for a college quarterback, and there were names on the list I didn't even recognize. But Dwayne Haskins, I know who that is. Jim McMahon was on there. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the vast majority I've heard of. But the fact is, next to none of them have been solid on the NFL level. And I feel like that's what we're getting with Haskins. What was the uh, Cole, uh, Cole Brennan, uh, Case Keenum? Yeah, there was just yeah, a, just, yeah, you know, yeah. I remember him, and he, he was undrafted. More, he brought in more. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what we're looking at with Dwayne Haskins. He's somebody who can't cut it at this level. And I said this before we before the season started. Before he was drafted, I was telling Jace on our first podcast for school that this guy is not should not be drafted in the first two rounds. Yeah, but I mean, uh, he came out. And uh, the thing, the thing with it is, when he came out, he was thrusted in. He's everything I didn't want to happen with Daniel Jones. He's thrusted into a game before even taking any first team reps. Even, even his, uh, yeah, multiple times throughout the season, he was just put in. No, no first team reps. Just had to lead the offense. That's where all the picks came from. That's where the bad play came from. And. You saw uh, the oh, best sorry. Of we, we weren't done yet. I'll <laughs> take this off. I didn't realize we weren't done. Dan Dwayne Haskins, go ahead. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the past couple weeks, he's starting to seem to get the ball rolling, and uh, it might be a little, a little too much, a little too late. So uh, we'll see. Sean, what, what do you think of the Redskins? Uh, not much, not much at all is what I think the Redskins there. I mean, it's just terribly managed how they didn't get Dwayne any first-team reps, not even in the summer, but even going into the season, and then throwing him into a bad situation against the Giants and then another bad situation against the Pats and the Vikings, two of the better defenses in the league. So definitely a tough spot for the kid. Um, and then just mentioning, you guys were mentioning his, his college career, you look at all the weapons that he had at Ohio State, he's got guys like, Terry McLaurin, who's balling out in the NFL right now. Paris yeah. Camp, 
Campbell, who's been hurt, but he was a major weapon. Uh, Johnny that's Dixon. A great point. So he had he had yeah. all those weapons at Ohio State. I think that's more bigger part of the reason why he's threw for 50 touchdowns as a sophomore. He had all these NFL weapons who are in the NFL now. And you look at a guy like Daniel Jones, who was playing with receivers who had the the most drops in the country last year and yeah. one of the one of the worst lines. So it's more about what what you can bring out of a player and the fact that or over over the fact that um, I mean just. All the talent that Dwayne Haskins had around him, it's pretty easy when you got all these guys wide open down the field. Yeah, to, you yeah. know, you just got to hit them. Shorter so passes. I, Here's the list yeah. for the most touchdown passes in a season for college football. Colt Brennan, David Klingler, B.J. Simmons, Dwayne Haskins, Derek Carr, Sam Bradford, Brandon Doty, Case Keenum, Graham Harrell, Paul Smith, Jim McMahon, Matt Johnson, David Carr, Tim Rattay. Andre Ware, Logan Woodside. There's no, nah, no, yeah. no NFL QB. starters there. There's yeah. no, there's the not a single. Really there's no Joe Montana's. QB. There's no Tom nah. Brady's. There's no, no. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, None. definitely no Hall of Fame type quarterbacks. So, uh, and that's, I think, a list that Haskins belongs on. To be perfectly honest, that's about what I think we're going to get from him. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think maybe if he was drafted somewhere else, maybe he would be in a better situation. But he's being so, drafted to the Redskins. That's Jones is a better quarterback. A lot of people yeah. wanted Haskins yes. over Jones, and Jones is a no. lot better quarterback. No, yeah, Jones. Jo- I, I, Jones got the the better touchdown field, um, pocket awareness. The one thing really Jones I think has to work on. Yeah, but yeah, he he's pocket got he's got more athleticism. He's got more mobility. Yeah, the, ball the fumbles are ridiculous. Yeah, at least yeah, uh, this, this week. This week was good. He didn't. He didn't fumble, but yeah, a couple three picks, couple bad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Once <laughs> the week he decides to to not fumble, he he throws three picks after not throwing some for for four weeks. But um, I, I also admired his toughness though playing playing through that sprained ankle. Um, pretty much all the second half. Uh, Sherman just kept him in there, and apparently, I mean, it was much worse than people thought. Seeing that Eli is most likely going to be the starter this Monday, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I, I admire uh, Daniel Jones' toughness playing through that. There, I mean, two of the picks were some really bad throws. One was just an overthrow, and then another just a bad read. But I mean, he's he's shown the signs. The the touchdown pass to Sterling Shepard was a great ball. Um, the ball to Darius Slayton that got called back um, yeah. due to the penalty was another great ball. So he's he's showing the signs. He, he's gonna. I believe he is our franchise quarterback going forward. It's just the some of the the rookie growing pains and just the fact that this team isn't in a spot to compete right now with all the people around him. So I think he'll be fine. It'll, it'll be good to not good to go back to the bench, but I mean good to get that rest up. Um, yeah. And see uh well, see how he handles the last couple games. And I was preaching to you during the draft about this guy's durability when we were having that Haskins versus Jones conversation. He's so durable. They, mm-hmm. There's two things the guy other guys on his college team couldn't do. Catch footballs and block. Yeah. You know? So he <laughs> Duke. <laughs> so as their quarterback, he was yeah, yeah. So uh durable guy. Tough yeah, guy. you 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 mentioned it, Sean. Uh we have to talk about it. We are Giants podcast even though we're switching things up for jared eli manning is all signs point to eli manning gonna be the starter this week after jones uh he hurt his ankle he continued to play through it uh he's not practicing though uh i I think this will be good a good send-off uh i mean it's philly monday night uh all eyes are going to be on this game. There's no other games. A lot of people are excited about Eli's return, yeah. especially yeah. the Eagles secondary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the Eagles, they just lost to the Dolphins. Yeah. So, yeah. You never know. Crazier things have happened. Oh, yeah. I, I preached when they brought in Daniel Jones for that Bucks game. 
That's the kind of stuff people rally around. Now, giving Eli Manning a send-off, something like that, that, that could be something they rally around. Yeah. And uh, sure. uh, another thing I want to bring up before we move on to picks is there's a lot of rumors going around. Uh, it, all, all signs point to Jay Garrett getting fired after this year. I mean, they're going to the playoffs. It, uh, it looks like I don't think they're going to fire him before the playoffs, but after the season, looks like he's going to get fired. Mm-hmm. And now there are a lot of rumors of him coming to New York. Hell no. No way. I, nah, I, I agree not. with that. Oh. That's going to be... After, this after is the two first years. time hearing about it. Good luck with that guy, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Mike, Mike Garofolo reported, I think, last week. But um, after two years of McAdoo and two years of Pat Shermer, if we go ahead and, and hire Jason Garrett, I don't... For the first time, I think my my Giants fan will be in in question. Yeah, Just, oh. I I won't be able to put up with that. Uh, the names I mentioned before, Ron Rivera, uh, Matt Rule, and maybe even Mike McCarthy. Those are the three names I would be probably okay with. But uh, Jim Jason Harbaugh, Garrett, maybe McDaniel's gonna Harbaugh. Go yeah, you always hear yeah McDaniel's name thrown around. To see him in Dallas. Yeah, Jerry would pay him too. Just so you know, McDaniel's Jerry. I mean, Lincoln Riley is also. Someone yeah, big. I don't know if he'll he'll leave Oklahoma, but I for yeah. for the certain situation, I, I for believe the right he would. amount of money. That too. Yeah. Jerry said, "I'm tired of Jerry's it. I'm willing to spend any kind yeah. of money to make us win." Well, put your money where your mouth one is thing the Cowboys and go hire one money. of these guys, uh, Sweeney or whoever. You know, go get go get somebody. Yeah. All right. Before he might we... just do that too. Spend <laughs> a lot of money and get somebody real good. All right. Before we move on to picks. Are you a sports fan? NFL, NBA, MLB, collegiate sports? Make sure you check out Keys to the City, a Clovercrest Media Group podcast. Ted and Trevor Keys have been talking sports their whole life. When they're not talking sports, they're arguing about sports. No matter what sport, what team, what player, they are passionate. Make sure you check out Keys to the City, live streaming every Tuesday and Friday on Facebook. You can catch me. I will be joining their show on Friday, so check that out. Um, And you can also find past episodes at clovercrestmedia.com, Keys to the City, a Clovercrest Media Group podcast. Now, let's get into the big thing. Let's get into the picks. Everyone wants to know about these picks uh joe sent us in his picks so uh he, he who knows some might go down some might go up he's still in the lead mm-hmm. for total total picks uh maybe we can get a couple more guests on guest pickers on and jared will have someone to fight fight over with about yeah. the record <laughs> so uh we'll see uh i'm in last i had a terrible week last week I went 0-8 in the 1 o'clock game. Oh, I, yeah, I, know, I noticed that. You so keep picking bad. like that, I might be able to catch you here. How many games? <laughs> but, how many other than, but other than the 1 o'clock games, I I, I only lost one other one. So, I, I, I okay. mean, t- tough 1 o'clock. <laughs> I, I, the other one was the Lions I picked on Thanksgiving. So, night, Monday yeah. night, I, I was fine. But, all right. Now, let, let's start it off like we always do. Monday night, Giants at Eagles. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's my shtick now. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's I was my, gonna it's say, my gimmick he... now. Uh, I mean, I this more so than the Packers game. This more so than even the Jets game. I think this is winnable. The Eagles are struggling. They just lost to the Dolphins, so I think the Giants can come into Philly the and. 
put their season in even more turmoil than it is right now. And especially, I, I think the team will play for Eli Manning. And, uh, yeah, that, that's all I can say to, to try and uh, uh, convince myself. But I, I'm still picking the Giants. Get it done on the road. Not many teams I, I hate more than the Philadelphia Eagles, so this is a tough to do. I, I don't like picking them, but I, I have to go Eagles in this one. I I think get getting Eli back for that. Hopefully the uh, the send off will be nice. It'll be good to see um like the QB I've watched growing up my whole life, so that'll be good. But I just, the Eagles run defense is very good. We saw how good read run defense have done against the Giants. They've shut Saquon down, especially ever since that injury. So I just I, I don't I don't know how this offense gets gets moving in this game. The secondary for the Eagles has looked better the past couple of weeks too uh, after getting some players back from injury. So I just don't see how we put up a lot of points this week. And um, and I think that Carson Wentz, even though that they've been struggling on the offensive side, I think anyone finds ways to pass against this uh, secondary and the Giants. Unfortunately, even though the run defense has looked a lot better since the Leonard Williams trade, I think that they'll find ways to pass all over us, just like every other team. And I think that the Eagles will. Uh, pull this one away late i think that it will be a game up until the fourth quarter but uh eagles will pull away i agree with the close game but i'm taking the giants oh i don't have i don't have hate for right. one team or the other Let's i go. legitimately think that the giants uh will win this football game it'll like be it. it should be close i think it'll be down to the wire i think you have some people who gear up for eli yeah. and uh they yeah Barkley All has right. a, Barkley has Let's a big go. game. And, I like uh, it. The Giants yeah. pull it out. I, I hope love so. that. I love that. I uh, so. Joe went with the Eagles. Uh, I mean, he's to my uh, very optimistic Giants fandom. Joe is the pessimist. He's the <laughs> heel. I'm the face. Yeah. So obviously he's going with the Eagles here, and I'm sure I'm sure he doesn't like to pick them. But do 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 do. All right, and then Thursday night, tomorrow night. Jared, your Cowboys go to Chicago to take on the Bears. Now, th- this one I think is really tough. Both teams have not looked too good. But, uh, I mean, the Bears, bad team. Cowboys beat up on bad teams. Uh, Cowboys are the bullies. They beat up on the bad teams and then uh, Get tuck their tail the between the legs. Game time, yeah. <laughs> when someone stands up to them, uh, the Bears, the, I mean, they're not going to do anything. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, he had a good game against the Giants. He had another good game against the Lions. I think it stops here. Cowboys get it done on the road. Yeah, um, Cowboys, I, I really wanted to go with the Bears here because Cowboys just haven't had success against the teams with 500 or better record. But I think I think that ends here. Uh, you mentioned the Bears offense has just been terrible this year, even though Trubisky's done good against uh, two bad defenses the past two weeks. That's not going to continue here. And I, I think that the Cowboys, um, they'll come out with a, a statement statement win here. I think the, the win actually pretty handily. Um, I'll probably go by 10 points. But, yeah, I like I like the Cowboys in this one. I agree with that. Double-digit win for the Cowboys. I'm calling for the fourth touchdown from our backup tight end. He only has three so far this year. Jarwin? And two of them were Jarwin with the G-Man. Yeah. I, I th- yeah, I think uh, I think he has six career touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure five of them are coming yeah. against the Giants. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get one more here, Cowboys by double digits. All right, all right. Then uh, uh, NFC South matchup. Panthers at Falcons, both teams struggling. Um, I mean, th- this whole division besides the Saints is struggling. The n- no one's going to the playoffs. Uh, the Saints are the first team 
to uh, clinch their division. Uh, this is a toilet bowl for that division. The Panthers go to Atlanta. Atlanta looked hot, and then things started to sizzle out. Panthers showed have continuously throughout the season showed small glimpses but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they laid the egg last. Uh, uh, they laid the they laid the egg last Sunday. Did not look good there. Now they're going against a struggling Falcon team. I, I think the Panthers bounce back. They get it done on the road. I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. The Falcons just routed the Panthers a couple weeks ago, twenty nine to three in Carolina. So going back home against revenge team, game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. But going again, uh, back home against a team that just fired their head coach. Um, I don't know how much they're playing for right now. So I think that the Falcons, uh, in a tight one, I think it'll, it'll probably be a shootout with none of these defenses uh, playing too great right now. I think it'll be a shootout, but the the Falcons will pull it out probably by a, a field goal in this one, I think. Yeah, the uh, the Panthers are in flux. Like he said, Rivera just got booted. So uh, I'll take the Falcons. All right. I... I, I... Neither team is consistent at all, though. Either team this could win by 25, and you yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you, you would, either team can win by 25 or a team could win by one here. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you wouldn't be shocked. No yeah. consistency. Uh, I don't think I mentioned last pick. Joe also had the Cowboys clean sweep there. And then uh, uh, Joe had the Falcons here. So uh, just me with the Panthers. So uh, moving on, a big game. Uh, I think one yeah. of my favorite games of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh Ravens at Bills. Bills obviously coming off the big win on the road Thanksgiving in Dallas. Ravens also coming off a huge win against the 49ers. Who knows? We might be able to see, we might see that in the uh Super Bowl. What we saw last week. But uh I mean I Bills, it's snowy. It started to snow in new in up here in the north. Uh Buffalo's a tough place to play. I mean, the Ravens, they had their rain last week against the Niners, but snow's a different animal. Uh-oh. Going up north go. in Buffalo. Upset Bruin. Yeah, I, I like the Bills. Oh. They get it done at home. I li- I, yeah. <laughs> Tough I don't, to play. Tough to play there, especially yeah. this time of the year. I don't I don't hate that pick at all. I was, uh, I was going back and forth because I really do think it will be a really good game. Um, I know Joe has been saying the past couple of weeks that the Bills are the the worst eight and three team uh, in NFL history. He, he said he's right. He kept he kept saying that weeks know. after week. But I, after the Cowboys went, I mean, I don't. What does that mean for the Cowboys then? Well, man, that well, Wait. the Dallas isn't that bad, and Buffalo isn't that good as that game would have would have had you think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I Josh Allen has impressed me a lot this year, uh, turning the ball over a lot less. And then uh, Devin Singletary, he's been a beast. And just the the two uh, low key signings this offseason, the receiver Cole Beasley and John Brown, they're both having great seasons. And then that that defense. So I I really do where like I really like where the Bills are right now. They have a, a young core, and they they're gonna have a whole bunch of money this offseason to spend. So I like where they're at right now. But I I still got to go with the the Ravens in this one and Lamar, uh, front runner for MVP. I just their defense Thank has been you. incredible since Marcus Peters. Uh, the offense is unstoppable. Running the ball, you can't stop them. So I, it will it will be a close one, but I got to go Ravens. I in this. thought I thought for a second there you guys were both going to take Buffalo. Nah, you know what this feels like to me: the the Ravens in their last six games beat the Seahawks, Patriots, Bengals. Who cares? Texans, Rams, 49ers in their last six games. There's a, there's like 
four and a half playoff teams there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's a good stretch. So what I this what this feels like to me is the end of a Scooby Doo episode. It's like <laughs> great win against Dallas Buffalo, but let's see who you really are, you know, and you the Ravens ripped the mask off here. It was the old janitor. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Buffalo Bills the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, so and the Ravens, the Ravens will take this. I think they may win this game by du- double digits. Buffalo goes back to being Buffalo. All right, okay. Then uh, speaking of the Ravens and the AFC North, staying there, Bengals at Browns. Uh, I think this one should be really easy. Even though the Bengals, they did get a little hype, <laughs> bringing back Andy Dalton as their starter, <laughs> and then beating the Jets. Hype. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's still that, bang, that Bengals yeah. hype, man. So, <laughs> Watch I mean, out for that you know, train. Does the team rally <laughs> around bringing to Andy Dalton back? Yeah, it's always and, good to get uh, get your first man. one of the season. Just probably not in uh, week thirteen. Yeah, yeah. No. and uh, still good. Yeah, it's in Cleveland Browns. Easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going Browns with this one. Um, I think uh, Bengals have a chance to hang around to the fourth quarter just because, I mean, the Browns, they've been struggling as well, but I, I think that Browns will pull away, probably win by two touchdowns uh, late in the fourth quarter. Oh, I like the Browns here because they're playing the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, the Redskins go to Lambeau, go to Wisconsin, go up north to take on the Packers. Um, the red hot Redskins. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> But uh, n- no, I mean, yeah. Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, y- y- you don't bet against that, especially against the Redskins. Yeah, I think uh, Redskins winning streak, they'll, they'll come back to life a little bit uh, this week by a uh, big blowout by the Packers at home. I think they'll probably win by four touchdowns, I would say. So, yeah, Packers Packers big in this one. I agree with you. I think uh, this young wide receiver they have, Alan Lazardass, I think he keeps trending <laughs> in the right direction. Yeah, Packers beat good. the team from Washington on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. The Redskins also have a solid. I mean, Mc, McLaurin's pretty solid for a young guy. Yeah, yeah he's probably he can build around that in Haskins. But yeah, he might be the best rookie receiver right now. But yeah, I think so. There. Yeah, and, but no one. Or Darius Slayton, my guy. I mean, maybe Hollywood Brown too. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, Brown's having a good talent. year. But, uh, uh, AJ too, AJ Brown. AJ Brown for the Titans, yeah. Good season. All right, and then uh, staying up north in the NFC North, Lions go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Uh, Lions are they're at the top, but I think they are just one ab- below. Everyone's talking about the Seahawks. Everyone's talking about the Niners. Everyone's talking about the Saints. The Vikings are just right below that, and who knows when it gets comes playoff time, upsets happen, and maybe maybe the Vikings can find their way in there. They're oh. playing solid football. Dalvin Cook, they're running the ball. Good on uh, every level, yeah. Yeah, I mean when I can see it when uh when you don't have to rely on Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins can play good football. Yeah. So uh, they they don't have Adam Thielen this game. They might not. Uh, I don't see that really affecting too much. Dalvin Cook will run. I for had almost. a feeling about that. <laughs> Vikings get it done at home. Yeah, I, I got to go Vikings in this one. Um, they played played Seahawks tough the other night. Um, 
really went down to the wire until the Seahawks pulled away. But I, I like the the identity of this team. Their defense has really been around for the past four or five years. They've all been there. They're a great defense. And then you mentioned Dalvin Cook has been a beast all year. Still have Stephon Diggs. And then, yeah, whenever they get Adam Thielen back, uh, we'll be good for that offense. So I like I like the way they're going uh, heading into this run for that six seed. So I think that they'll go in uh, into this home game and beat the Lions pretty handily. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see the Lions coming out and winning this. They've they've no. had, you know, they're the same way the Vikings are solid at every position. The Viking the Lions are in flux at every position. They can't seem yeah. to get tight end, wide receiver, running back. They can't they don't have a guy at any quarterback. I don't they can I mean, you know plus, yeah, they are on their third that. string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just put Hawkinson on IR, the tight end. Is, yeah, yeah. Hawkinson just, just got out, yeah. So that's yeah. Rough. It started out. It was a a good start for the yeah, Lions. Yeah, there was Start off undefeated after that tie, and then just went straight downhill after yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, that's three three unanimous in a row with picks. I think this one we might ruffle some feathers because uh, as, mu- as much as yeah. as much as am I. As much as I am looking forward to the Ravens at the Bills, this is your game of the week. Mm-hmm. 49ers go to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Uh, I mean, 49ers back-to-back on the road, the Ra- the Ravens and the Saints. That's tough. Um, I-, I do think what it's going to come down to is that defensive line. If they can get pressure on uh, Andrew Brees, yeah, it's over. But uh, the the secondary is it's not that weak, but it is the weakest part of the 49ers' uh, uh, defense. So who knows? I mean, Michael Thomas is playing out of this world. Uh, should be interesting. I, 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 Best I mean, wide out in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I mean, uh, Taysom Hill put on a show yeah. on Thanksgiving. Taysom Hill is what everyone thought Lamar Jackson was going to be. Yeah, again, thrown all over the place. Oh. I could, getting thrown all receiving touchdown, rushing touchdown, on the kickoff return. And, and yeah, blocked the punt. And we, we talked about a couple weeks ago how uh, when we brought up Ka- Kaepernick and we brought up racism and that stuff, Taysom Hill, he's obviously white. He's from BYU. It yeah. doesn't get whiter than that and you're playing <laughs> <laughs> this athlete position. Yeah. That everyone thought that that would be Lamar Jackson, but it's yeah. Taysom Hill from BYU. Yeah, yeah, and Jackson turns into a hell of a pocket <laughs> passer in the in the meantime. He, he, I mean, he, this guy can play. Yeah, he yeah, he leads sure. the league in uh, pocket pass completions. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a good stat. So uh, yeah, we'll see there. Uh, I, I'm going Saints just at home. It's tough to pick the Niners lose two in a row but i mean new orleans the dome it's it's tough man so i'm picking the saints it, yeah historically it's a tough place to play but this season the saints have lost to the falcons at home so i i think that and ever since drew Brees has been back that defense hasn't been as great uh, as they have in the first couple weeks so defense has gotten worse as the season has gone on and then the offense uh it, they were clicking with Teddy Bridgewater in there ever since Drew Brees has come back. Other than that one 30-point performance, they've they've kind of been struggling as well. So I just I don't love the matchup going against this 49ers defense. Uh, I think they're pissed off too after a game they could have won against the Ravens on the road. I think that they come out with a, a statement game here, and I think that they'll probably win by I'll say a touchdown on this one. But I'm gonna, I'm going to go Niners on the road. 
I'm, I'm riding with them again. 49ers. I can't see them losing two straight after what happened to the Ravens, and they played so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I just, I just hard to see New Orleans when you line the teams up together. It's hard to see New Orleans having enough to beat Frisco. Right. I don't like it. 49ers. Joe's with me here on the Saints. This is also the first dome game for this 49ers. So, all right. I'm talking about home field advantage. Yeah. The dome is where it's at. Now, uh, going on from a great game to a garbage bowl as the Dolphins go to MetLife to take on the New York Jets. Uh, Dolphins won last time. Yep. Jets, the first team to lose to an 0 7 team and then two, two uh, winless teams yeah. in a season. Not good. Wow. <laughs> Another good stat. <laughs> Losing to the Dolphins, giving the Dolphins their first win, and then last week giving the Bengals their first win. Uh, Yikes. I think you got to bounce back from this. You, you got to go all out. You got to go balls to the wall. You got to get a revenge game going. I mean, yeah, Jets. Jets going to win it at home. Yeah, the Dolphins have been killing me this year, and uh, I wanted them to pick. I wanted to pick them against the Jets that first week, and then last week I said that they'll keep it a game with the Eagles. And you and Joe were disgusted by that comment and didn't think it was true. But of course, the Eagles come out <laughs> and they lose to the Dolphins. So I got every time I think that the Dolphins will compete in a game, and I choose against them, they always win. So I got to go with the Dolphins this week because I think that they have a chance to win this game, and I think that they'll they'll sweep the Jets for the season and uh, get to their their fourth win and uh, get that turnaround going for uh, Brian Flores and the first year head coach. But uh, I'm sure for the first year head coach and that young roster, it'll be good for them to to win some games. So I think that they come out and uh, beat a, a struggling Jets team after a loss to the Bengals. I think. Uh... I like big games from my guy, Devontae Parallel Parker. <laughs> and uh and and this young kid, the running back, Patrick, uh my hair is layered. Look out for the yeah. Miami. Take Miami in this game. Oh, all right. Split again, back to back. Both you guys going with Miami, Joe and I going with the Jets. Uh all right, should be interesting. Uh, another tough game coming up here. Colts go to Tampa to take on the Bucks. I mean, dude, the Bucks have been so hard to pick all year. God. And I mean, the Colts, the Colts laid last week. They 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 lost to the Titans. Uh, it's That's not tough. a bad ball club. So, yeah, Titans are. They underrated. lost to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that defense is for real. I like the Titans. One Tannehill. They're hot, yeah. and Derrick Henry can't be stopped. Especially right. in November and December. But now they're going to Tampa to take on the Bucks. The, Bu- the Bucks have been pretty hot too this week. Yeah, it's, I mean, this, this was the, a this was a weird one. It's like, it's oh. hard. The Bucks are so hard because I've said it multiple times this season. When Jameis Winston can throw the ball to Mike Evans, they win games. When he throws the ball to anyone else, it gets intercepted. I understand Godwin's having himself a good year, but when he's looking more for Godwin. That usually means he's throwing a couple picks. So uh, it's rough here. I, I just can't do it. I, I can't bet on Jameis. Jameis is a mess. Yeah. So I'm picking the Colts on the road to get it done. I, I mean, I like the Colts as a team too. Their defense is good. Quentin Nelson, my guy, the best offensive lineman in the league. And uh, yeah, I think they bounce back from that Titans loss. 
Yeah, uh, two two very hard teams to read. Colts with a uh, great start and then really stumbling here at the end. And then the Bucks with a pretty bad start and then winning a couple games they shouldn't have with their, their explosive offense. So another really tough one to pick. Uh, I went Colts in this one just because I, I picked the Bucks last week and they, they won me a game. So I feel like if I go two weeks in a row with them, it's bound to get screwed up somehow. Yeah. So I – and uh, – I think the the Colts they could control the clock in this game. Bucks have a, a good run defense, but if if they can c- control the clock with a couple of their new running backs, Amaral Macker, um, I like their chances in this game. I think it will be pretty low scoring, but uh, I'll go Indianapolis. What do you call the guy that trims your torches? Tiki Barber, we were looking for. <laughs> um, I'll take the Bucks again. Two wildly inconsistent teams, but I'll take Tampa Bay. Who his brother Rondé played for, by the way. Yep. And on Rondé Day, the Giants went in and beat the Bucks. Yeah. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> yeah, we definitely won't this season. That's nope, one, nope. Of the only, one of the only things to remember. Dan Jones first game. Yep. Then, uh, then we got the Broncos going down south to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, Broncos struggling. Uh, Drew Locke. Got his first start last last uh, last week. Uh, the uh, the other rookie QB that everyone's talking about. Uh, who knows? Maybe he might give. I feel like him and Daniel Jones were the two that I was fighting for. If not Dwayne Haskins, so we'll see how good he does. His first start coming off an injury was able to get it uh, get it done last week. Let's see if he can continue it, which I don't think he will. Going into Houston after that big win against the Pats. Now they're staying at home against a struggling Broncos team. Texans get it done. Texans are hot right now uh, after the Pats win and then Colts week before that. So I I like the way their their defense has been playing the past couple weeks. Uh, Deshaun has been spectacular. And then uh, getting Will Fuller back was, was huge for that passing game. Uh, I don't think the Broncos, after, even though they've they won last week and they they've been in a couple games the past couple weeks. I think this is the week where they get blown out. They won't stand a chance. Uh, I like the Texans by a, a huge margin in this one at home. Yeah, I'll take Texans too. The uh, the Broncos don't have anything for them. Mike, my, my friend Dizzle is a Patriots fan, and yeah. he knows every time they're gonna lose. I think that the Texans really woke some people up last week. They're highly underrated. The number, I think the number six running back in 2017 for fantasy was Carlos Hyde. Really? The number 10 running back was Duke Johnson. So they've each had a year removed from there where they did some, you know, other stuff got traded around. But this this team, top to bottom, Watson, I think, is underrated. Hyde's underrated. Johnson's underrated. They've you know, right down the right down the line. There's a there's Stills a and Fuller are one underrated as backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one absolutely. So I think this is a lot better team than people think, and yeah. the Broncos are very outmatched. Yeah, and it's as on paper as bad as the Texans' O line was for the past couple of years that Deshaun uh, started there. They were terrible, but now after getting uh, <clears throat> Larry Mitunzel in that trade, they've they've started yeah. turning around. They drafted uh, Titus Howard. So I, the O line is starting to finally to protect. So I, I like this Texans team going uh, heading into the playoffs. They're they're getting hot at the the right time for sure. All right, and then uh, the Chargers go to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Another uh, weird one. What? Another yeah, weird one. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the Big Dig Nick era era in Jacksonville is the over. What? The Big Dig Nick. 
Nick Foles. Oh, oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Minshew Mania is back on. Let's get it. Let's get oh. it. Jaguars go in, get it done. Welcome Win. back. We Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> so great. We're killing it with the puns today. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I got a. Before Minshew got benched, I, I would usually ride with my guy Minshew Mania. Uh, now that it's he's back, I got to go with Jags and uh, Gardner Minshew. It's uh, another tough game to pick. Chargers have just been awful this year. They, they've been in tight games every week, but they, they managed to lose those tight games. I think that will continue this week in a, a low-scoring one with the Jags, but uh, Jags will pull it out. Yeah, after a uh, few formidable seasons, that running back has really <laughs> turned into what yeah. they thought they drafted. And uh, I think that'll continue. I think you're right. The Chargers are a dumpster fire. I I expect Tyrod Taylor to take over for Philip Rivers before yeah. the end of the year too. Yeah, That's a good point. So, um, yeah, this is this is a walkthrough for the Jaguars. Who these two teams are trending in opposite directions. See, I'll take Jacksonville. You said Tyrod Taylor, but Philip Rivers is still top ten in passing yards as a QB. See that because he's but, because they're down and he's throwing. Yeah, yeah. I understand garbage that. Time. But yeah, you know if, who was you, you know watch, who was top ten in yardage year before last was Blake Bortles. Do you remember? Because every game he was down twenty and throwing for three hundred yards in the second yeah. half. That yeah. uh, if you look at that list, it's never the the top quarterbacks in the league. No, I don't, yeah, but uh, and if you Unless watch you're Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah, Rogers yeah, that's yeah. 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 But yeah, if sure. you watch, if you watch Chargers games and Philip Rivers, the guy cannot push the ball downfield, and it's it's tough to watch him in the pocket because he he looks like he's he's tapped Anton back there. He, he's getting scared Yips by the rush. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, uh, take a look right. at my version two of my mock draft coming out later this week. Maybe Where there might be a QB going to the Chargers. Who who you who do you have there? Ah. Uh, I have to look, but that's called a tease, Sean. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to follow me on social media. I don't know, yeah. Let's see. All right. <laughs> pulled uh, him right in. Yeah. You pulled him right yeah. in. Now, uh, for that, we Joe's the only one that picked the Chargers, so it should be interesting. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll catch up some ground with that one. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this one's another really tough one to pick. Titans. Go on the road to Oakland, take on the Raiders. The Raiders. Now, I, 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 I have to continue picking against the Titans because I keep picking against the Titans <laughs> and they keep winning. So I, I just need that victory. I'm, I'm chasing to, that one time. To you could just be a Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but uh, the Raiders. I mean, Oakland. Them being home is a big. Home field advantage. That field is garbage. Yeah. And uh, they're used to it. Titans, they only play once every two, three years. Three years, yeah. So, yeah. So, the Raiders get it done at home. I would go Raiders in this one at home, but uh, they're just way too inconsistent the past couple weeks. And I, I do like where this Titans team is at. Uh, looks like Tannehill, after a uh, rough start to his career in Miami, looks like he's starting to turn around a little bit. Derrick Henry's a monster. Uh, you can't stop that man in November and December in the cold weather. Um, and then – and Hey, the, it doesn't get cold in Oakland. 
Well, <laughs> that's true. But team, teams don't want to tackle him. Uh, over the past two years, I, he's led the league in rushing in uh, those two months, and it, it's by a wide margin. Huh. So I like him a lot. Um, and then the Titans defense, the secondary especially. You guys come with some been, stats. Excuse me, but wow. You bring so the jokes, we got the stats. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So Derrick Henry leads the league over the last two years in rushing yards in November and December. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I, badass. I, I, yeah, I know that that firsthand just because uh, the Titans played the Giants uh, last December mm-hmm. and uh, the game was 17 to nothing. It was a very ugly game, rainy game, but I, Derrick Henry just ran all over us. And yeah. I think that's where I saw the stat, but I, I think I saw it posted uh, on Twitter oh. this week too, just because yeah. historically he's been good in these months and I expect that to continue uh, with my pick. And so I'm going to go Titans in this one. It's a buy low next October, right, Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this kid, this kid, Ryan One Tannehill, has looked like a totally different dude since joining Tennessee. Yeah, I like it. And their situation at a tight end is worth paying attention to because act like Janu Smith may be losing his job here to Anthony. This is one of my favorites, Anthony Stopper and Frisker. <laughs> so, so that's a tight end to look out for. I like Tennessee to beat the Raiders for sure. All right. It's a good team. It's better team. Me against everyone else again. Uh, I I, I know they're good. When when they had Mariota, I was saying they were good. But now, ever (laughs) since, uh, ever since Tannehill, I've just been changing. Marcus, kill Luke, Mariota. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're too much. I have another show with him after. (laughs) All right. Uh, Another big game Chiefs. Go to Foxborough to take on the Pats. Um, I, I, I'm this one. I've been going back and forth with. Uh, I just went back and forth in the past like minute. I, I don't know. Uh, I think weather's going to play a factor here. It's in Foxborough. Uh, Chiefs. They can score. Doesn't matter how good the defense is. They can score. But with all the cold weather and stuff, uh, it's tough. To do that, it's tough to do that air raid attack offense like that. And their run game is not that good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, and Tom Brady, he hasn't looked like Tom Brady this year. No. The, the whole Pats offense hasn't looked like. Looked a little, yeah. yeah. Everything's been off there. That's why they're losing yeah. games to the Ravens and the Texans. But uh, this is going to be a close game. I I don't know. (laughs) He's still on the fence. Yeah, I am. I am. It also gets cold in Kansas City, so I will go with the Chiefs to get it done on the road, and Patriots make it two in a row. I'm with you on this one. Uh, I gotta go Chiefs in this one. Uh, Losing, losing ground. This time I thought he was he was had stolen my notes. (laughs) <laughs> and then he wants to take the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Uh, losing Gronk last season has been huge for the Patriots this season. Uh, throwing out tight ends out there like Matt Lacoste, who was a Giants practice squad player a couple years ago. So, I'd, and that old line, um, getting Isaiah Wynn back is, is huge. But even last week, they struggled a little bit. So, I don't know. I think that this offense has struggled a lot. Um, the defense has been dominant, but they've they've given up some points uh, past couple weeks. So I, I think that the Chiefs, they go into New England, they get it done. Um, 
I think that the yeah Patriots will get to this losing streak and then they'll figure it out like they always do every year going into the playoffs and they'll they'll have a statement win the next couple of weeks. But for right now, I, I like the the Chiefs this week uh, to go into Foxborough and win it. I think I think I like the Patriots here. I don't see them losing two in a row. You know that was a tough loss. I think they'll come back home field in the cold and beat the yeah. Chiefs. I like the Pats. Here. Yeah, I mean. It, I, I still need. I, I I'm still going back and forth, and I made my pick. Yeah. So it's tough. Uh, nah. Joe picked the Pats to get it done as well. Now, I feel like every game has been tough this week. This is a tough week was, to pick them. Yeah. We got another tough one. The Pittsburgh Steelers go to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Steelers, yeah. they started off atrocious. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> yeah, Benny Snell's Benny been a beast. I, I like yeah. Benny Snell. It's a good, good running back. Yeah, mm-hmm. solid running back. But uh, the Steelers, <clears throat> the Duck Hodges, Duck baby. When you have a QB named Duck, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> and then uh, talk about QB Kyler Murray having a phenomenal offensive season. A uh, phenomenal season uh, feels like the Cardinals got something there. And uh, one thing that's everyone talks about Kyler Murray with the Cardinals, but no one's talking about how well Chandler Jones and T. Sizzle are doing. Yeah. They're really good at getting to the quarterback, rushing, making, making problems, even stopping the run. Steelers, I, I think they're going to get Benny Snell. They're going to be running the football. But at home, Cardinals, I'm going with the Cardinals to get it done here. So, I, yeah, I've picked the Cardinals a couple of times uh, this season. It's come back to bite me. So, I'm not going to make that mistake this week. I'm going to go Steelers uh, on the road. I like uh, the two – Ducks two starts right now. He's 2-0. and oh, And uh, with this defense getting, getting after the quarterback and the secondary has been great since uh, Fitzpatrick has gotten there in the trade. So, I, I really like the Steelers defense. I think that they'll do enough to uh, keep them in this game and probably win a low-scoring game. But, yeah, I like the, the Steelers to go one on the road. You just you guys just reminded me I do a really good impression of a duck. <laughs> I like the uh, Cardinals. <laughs> I like the Cardinals over the Steelers, but I don't want to pick that game because they're both just kind of, you know, they're both so mediocre. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a lot of those this week. Like you just yeah, said. yeah, there were a lot of those, or th- like... they're so good you can't pick them this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're going good matchups. Yeah. If only we could get this kind of this kind of lineup for throwing jabs to where the boxers actually oh, fight the people in <laughs> <Yeah>. their <laughs> in their class because there are some yeah good matchups even if they're bad games they're good matchups you know yeah. nobody's clamoring for the Jets or the uh, uh, Dolphins but it's it yeah. might produce a good game yeah you know Giants Eagles. That might produce a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going with Cardinals? Yeah, I'll take okay. the Cardinals. All right. All right. Uh, then uh, the Seahawks for Monday Night Football, the Seahawks go to St. Louis. I mean, go to Los Angeles. Jeez. Uh, they go to Los Angeles, take on the Rams. Seahawks, last Monday Night Football game, they pulled off the upset and beat the 49ers. This the Seahawks are going to do the same. It won't be an upset, and it won't be as tough of an in- or an interesting game. I think this is the easiest game to pick, besides I guess the Bengals. But uh, mm-hmm. 
the Bengals against the Browns. The Ram the Rams are struggling this year. Uh, Seahawks are uh, Russell Wilson's MVP caliber. Everyone's talking about Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson needs to show up and sh- to get his name back in the at least on the same level because I feel like Lamar Jackson is pulling ahead yeah. here. And and I think the the struggling Rams is a good team to do that against. I think Russell Wilson will find Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and create some madness. Now one of those guys is going to end up with Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. Probably uh, Lockett plays in the slot a little bit, so probably DK. Metcalf on the yep. on the outside. Yeah, I would think. But DK Metcalf. I mean, I don't know if Ramsey can stay with him in the deep ball matchup. Yeah, so, should be interesting there. Yeah, yeah, will be interesting one. That'll be the that'll be the matchup. To pay attention to for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rams. The they've been struggling. I think. Uh. I still don't believe in them even after uh going in and taking taking advantage of a bad Cardinals defense, putting up points, uh, having a good game. But I, I still don't believe in them. They've they've been way too inconsistent. Offense has never looked the same since last year, and the Seahawks are rolling right now. Uh, I don't expect that to stop anytime soon. I I gotta go Seahawks uh, in this Monday night matchup. Agree, Seahawks. Too many weapons. Too much. They're too too much better on too many levels yep. to, for the Rams to hang with them. Yep. All and right. turn your head and golf has not been what he <laughs> what he. No. He yeah. he was uh he was a, a little bit like uh Dak. Yeah. Came yeah. up except he was drafted so highly, you know, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you're starting to look at game film and go, is this the is this the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> at least at least the Cowboys haven't paid Dak yet, so there's yeah. still still they're the still price tag time. price tag is still, still up for time. yeah, but I mean golf got paid. <sighs> you yeah. throw it Way up to a Super money. Bowl hangover, I guess. But uh I don't I uh, Yeah, there's a lot of problems well, with that team right now. Yeah, yeah, there it's it's going in the wrong direction. Yep. I think sure. I said that was Monday night, but that's a primetime game cuz Oh, cuz yeah, night. I forgot. Yeah, Giants. Okay. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, uh end off picks with a clean sweep with the Seahawks. Um, now before we move on to fantasy, if you are a fight fan, make sure you check out Throwing Jabs Boxing Podcast. Myself and Jared recap past big fights, current events in the boxing world and preview upcoming fights. Every show ends with Jared giving his flurry where he brings the box where he brings boxing outside the ring and connects it with, with the real world. If you are a fight fan and struggle to make to make it through a whole week till the next fight, check out Throwing Jabs live streaming on Facebook every week. Uh, right after this show, we are going live with Throwing Jabs, so make sure you check that out. And if you miss an episode, go to clovercrestmedia.com. Throwing Jabs Boxing Podcast, a Clovercrest Media Group Podcast. All right. Now let's get into fantasy. Starting it off, I'm going to give you, you the perfect lineup for last week. Deshaun Watson had himself 28 points against that Pats defense, too. That, that's impressive. And then for running backs, uh, James White had 36 points. Uh, and Darius Geis and Rashad Penny, either one of them you could have took. They had 26 points. Wide receivers, Devontae Parker, 34. Robert Woods, 30. I had him on my bench. Yep. <laughs> I, I also had the flex, Alshon Jeffrey, with, who had 28 points. I also had him on my bench in the exact same league with yeah. Robert Woods. I did not win that game. Oh. Then for tight end, Tyler Higby, 
which is another slap in the face because I have Gerald Everett in yeah. multiple leagues. Of course. And he was injured. Tyler Higby had a big game, 23 points. And for defense, the Bucks put up 24 points. So, Sean, who are you liking this week for fantasy? This week, uh, I mentioned we mentioned the name before, but Ryan Tannehill. Uh, ever since he's he's been with the Titans, he's he's been putting up numbers in fantasy, yeah. and uh, I like the matchup too against uh, struggling Raiders secondary, especially the last couple weeks. So I think that Titans passing attack gets going against the Raiders. I like Tannehill. Uh, running back Aaron Jones against the the Redskins. Aaron Jones has had a quiet uh, past couple weeks, and uh, even though he's had a tremendous season, so. I expect him to get a lot of touches this week uh, in a game against the Redskins where they're going to be running the ball a lot, I expect, late in the game. So look for Aaron Jones for your running back. Uh, receiver, I like Calvin Ridley for the Falcons going against the Panthers. A couple weeks ago when they played the Panthers, he had a monster game, I think put up 28 points. And uh, and lately he's had a couple games over the 20-point mark. So he's been balling lately. I, <clears throat> I like where he's at, so I, I expect him to have a big game against the Panthers. Tight end, I have uh, Jacob Hollister, uh, newly promoted a couple weeks ago from the practice squad for the Seahawks. But ever mm-hmm. since he's been there, he's he's been doing his job, putting up good points. And uh, I expect that to continue this week going against the Rams. So, uh, yeah, I like those matchups this week. What do you think, Jared? Uh, I, I misunderstood. I thought we were giving, uh, like, deep dives. Well, so I'm going to do that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this is my go get them, thank me later segment. Right. Now, during the off season, just so you know what I'm working with here, it was Chris Godwin and Darren Ooh, Waller. I like, yeah. Who both ended up on every team I have, including my dynasty, free yes. agent pickups. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have Godwin in both my leagues. That was, it's paid dividends for sure. For sure. Um, so 86% available ESPN leagues, and this is, uh, this is more of like of uh, like a, a timing thing, you know. Uh, but Rex Burkhead, Patriots. There I, may be some value there because Patriots. I, I hate <laughs> picking Patriots running backs because they got oh, Burkhead. Yeah, they, James White had a good game. They got Darren Harris, Sony Michelle. Uh, it's so Bolden. tough, man. Yeah, well, and stop. that's and that's why I think out of these last few games. Because they don't intend to use Red Rex Burkhead a lot in the postseason, this is a good opportunity for them to get him some looks. So if you're looking for a flex play in a little bit of a deeper league, Mm -hmm. take a shot on Rex Burkhead. Um, uh, Available in 80% of leagues, there is a guy in the league, number one running back, who is wearing down. His name is Dalvin Cook. He's, He's Alexander Madison. Go get him. Thank me later. Uh, uh-huh. Available in over 35% of leagues, D.D. Westbrook. If you're in one of those leagues, get D.D. Westbrook. Foles, this is Foles' number one guy and has been. If you go back through the stats, that's who, that's who he looks for. Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle caught like 38% or 20, 28% of Jacoby Brissett's completed passes in 2017 when Andrew Luck was out. Jack Doyle's a sneaky yeah, late Ebron, pickup. Ebron, Ebron to IR just went too. to IR. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite replacement tight end uh, or replacement here is uh, the hair braider. Matt, the hair braider mm-hmm. is out, and uh, I would get Raheem Ketchup and Monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, yeah, that those are my guys. All right. Those are my guys. Get Alexander Madison, D.D. Westbrook, Rex Burkhead, Ketchup and Monster. 
right. those are the guys. For me, uh, Rashad Penny, he obviously had a big game uh, last week. I think the they will notice that. They'll give him the ball, and especially like you mentioned with Rex Burkhead, they're going to want Chris Carson fully healthy for the playoff run the Seahawks are going to have. So Penny should be getting a lot more carries. And then uh, Darius Slayton, uh, I understand Eli That's Manning's back. Wide out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Golden Tate going on uh, going on concussion protocol. Uh, yeah. Still got Sterling Shepard. Uh, don't know about Evan Ingram, so uh, Darius Slayton should get a lot more of the uh, targets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like DK Metcalf. We we just talked about how Jalen Ramsey's going to be on him, or or Jalen Ramsey might be on Josh. Gordon too. We'll see, but uh, against Jalen Ramsey, I think DK Metcalf's too fast, too strong, just too athletic for uh, Jalen Ramsey, who who has ha- having a little bit of a dip this year. Yeah. So I I like DK Metcalf to get it done, uh, and then other than that, uh, Tyler Higby, if you are struggling for a tight end, Tyler Higby, he showed that he he got points last week. Might want to pick him up. Uh, who knows? Maybe they want to rest. Everett just got injured. Uh, if they're not playing him this week, maybe they rest him to get ready for something. I don't know. This is not a fantasy. He's not good enough to make himself fantasy relevant. Don't be fooled. All those people who went out and picked up New England Patriot tight ends because it must be a positional thing. This is the yeah. to Tyler Higby. To, for me, he's he's one of those. You don't. That's not the guy you want to start at tight end. <laughs> I'll take Logan Thomas in Detroit. Okay. <laughs> I do like that Jack Doyle picked up. Uh, oh, I yeah. like that a lot. And uh, th- this is the playoff time. Playoffs are getting started yeah. for fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if you need someone, uh, take our advice. J- Jared, those were some solid picks. I- I'm yeah. going to take a lot of that advice. Yeah, yeah. So get ready yeah. for the playoffs in my one of my three leagues, the only league I made the playoffs in. Yeah. Uh, so got to get, gotta get going. Now, uh, before we close out the show, are you passionate about a subject? Do you have a gift for the gab? Are you interested in putting that all together to start your own podcast? If so, check out Clovercrest Media Group. Come and join the Clovercrest Media Group podcast family. You can find all information you need at clovercrestmedia.com. Clovercrest Media Group. The harder we work, the luckier we get. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Jared, for join- for sitting in and joining yeah, us. yeah. I hope Joe can get well soon uh, and be back next week. But uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you check out uh, CloverPressMedia.com. Take care, and we hope to see you next time.